What have we here? Thank you guys for tuning in. It's episode 114. I got it right, finally. As we were setting up, I said 112 a bunch of fucking times, but uh, we're all the way advanced into 114 already. Do you need to go get beer from the fridge? Yeah, it's, it's right here. If you guys can, are... Uh, I can see it. It's right... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I think I got it. It's right... Oh, it's, oh wait, wait. This is going to be impossible to do. It's right here. It's right Instagram, there. Instagram, I got to go grab stuff out of the fridge there. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll cover. I'm going to talk about my beer as the first thing in order to kill some time while Mopar runs over to the fridge. <laughs> Everyone, just pay attention to his screen right here because I guarantee you he's going to do some dumb shit while he's getting beer out of the fridge. Um, I am having some of my first beers in quite a while. I've been not having beer for reasons for like two and a half weeks since the last episode pretty much. Anyways, I'm drinking Platform today. Uh, I've seen this new one. I was... I I didn't look at your screen because I knew I was going to crack up. So I just purposely like looked away. Um, project. I've seen this out for a while. I haven't had it yet, though. It's a dry hop pale ale. It's called Dr. Rudy. It says hoppy, citrusy, crisp. I love pretty much everything by platform. I think there's one or two that I haven't been huge fans of. But um, I pretty much assumed it was going to be good. I love platform. I love pales. And it's, uh, it's tasty. It's delicious. I had one before we started. Platform was uh, the one that tasted like condoms, though. That was the sour, like the pomegranate raspberry sour bunny pajamas made with Ritz, bits of real bunny. Bits of real. And bits of real pajamas, too. That's how you know it's good. Oh, all right. No, this one's so good, I though. I didn't pick up anything. So. <clears throat> Great. So I, I have, uh, was it Lefe? Oh, yeah. How do you pronounce that shit? L-E-F-F-E, Lefe. Lef? I don't know. Lef. It's a blonde. It's a product of Belgium. That's one of the monk blonde. beers, right? Uh, it's just a Belgian ale. Oh. Um, subtle sweetness accentuated with aromas of vanilla and clove. Um, mm. I got a six pack of this the other day and I just wasn't feeling it. So I just, I stopped drinking it. So now you have some left over? Yeah. That's okay. We'll see if it, we'll see if it tastes better today. Well, that's a popular one by, uh, I know our buddy Butterclone enjoys the Leffa, Leffy, Lefay. Yeah. So if Brian you guys Lefebvre. are here. I'm going to call it Brian um, Lefebvre. I think it's something just about the blondes. I'm not a big blonde ale fan. Yeah. In general, there's something. Maybe it, maybe you've talked me out of them because I, I, I feel like I was into them at some point. But yeah, there is a flavor in here that is uh, not delicious. It's the banana and the lemongrass. Um, that's what that's what stuck out to me. I, I got to I got to really be in the mood, man. It depends. There's like a few days out of the year where I'm like, that's all I want is is Belgians. Some Amagang, some good Belgian shit, but it's not, it's not often. Uh, Danny Beck's talking shit in the, in the <laughs> Instagram comments. He said, gentlemen prefer blondes. <laughs> I, Very uh, true. We'll talk about that later, too. I actually met Danny Beck finally. It was a fucking blast. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I did some things out in California. Hops, Galena and Dr. Rudy 
didn't know that was the type of hop, but there you go. Are they, are they, are they having hops like fucking synthesized in laboratories now? Synthesized. Synthesized. I almost couldn't get the word out. Made by scientists, I just, basically. I just pushed right through it. Yeah. Made by scientists. Um, <laughs> speaking English, Doc, we ain't scientists. Uh, no, it's fucking good, man. I got no complaints. It's one of the... It's a solid pale ale. Out of all the millions of fucking pale ales that we've had. Right? It's from Ohio, so what's not to love? We... Uh, we went out to a food truck festival this past mm. weekend, or actually yesterday. Um, and like, I, I've been looking for local breweries and brew pubs and all this stuff. And, um, you know, I couldn't find too many. And then when we show up there, it's just, there's like 40 <laughs> beer trucks, all, then they're all breweries. There's yeah. one that, like, it's called like Pits and Puppies, and they, it's like a humane society, but they're also a brewery. Ah, uh, nice. So I, it's just ridiculous. It's fucking, it, hey. <laughs> Perfect. So have you had some good, solid uh, local craft stuff? Um, anything like amazing? I'm not going to lie. I haven't had anything too amazing yet. Uh, um, I've only been to two. I've, o- I've only even tried two. And one of them's super local. And it's more of just like a bar. And they just also say, hey, we put some shit in a barrel and <laughs> drink it. Like Patty's Pub, they make a, a microbrew. They just throw a bunch of old shit in a trash can and serve it. Yeah, it's like the mystery flavor for an airhead. It's just like instead of instead of you know making a new, you know what that is, right? It's all the leftover the, beer. Like you were talking about your fucking beer pancakes. Yeah, all the empties exactly. get combined into this brand new seasonal release. So one of the genius things uh, that Airheads did was so when you make a flavor. It's all like in the same production. So when you make your cherry, there's going to be like a little bit that's mixed with the next flavor. Mm. So they just cut that, put that in a white thing. It's a mystery flavor. Genius. So they can sell the the in-between stuff too. Genius. Like the I fucking, made all that up. I made it all up. I don't know about Airheads, but that is what the fucking... Uh, what are the little... little uh, God, I can't think of fucking candy. The... Ah, I want to say bubblegum, but it's not. Um... Lollipops. Lollipops. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they did, too, those mystery flavors. Yeah. What's what's the it's name of it? Blow Pop. No. No, the tiny ones, the dumb ones that are gone in like oh, five seconds. Oh, uh, Dum Dums. Yes, those. Yes, the Dum Dums mystery flavor. Sorry. I couldn't think of that word for a second. Speaking of not being able to think of words, you know those <laughs> long, long, like, plastic cylinders of popsicles? Like, that came in, like, yeah. the plastic sleeve? What yeah. are those called? I call them freezy things. <laughs> Frozen I'm not kidding. Treat. <laughs> it's freezy thing. I don't know why or what. It was uh, myself and DNR. When we were kids, we would always ask for freezy things. And that gotcha. was just like the pop ice. Everybody else called it pop, pop ice. Pop ice. Uh, okay. But I saw, we, I saw, like it was on yeah. our street. We called them freezy things. Uh, I, I gotcha. So it was a street specific thing on my street. I, <laughs> I, uh, I saw a meme on Facebook. It was like, what the fuck are these things called? <laughs> and everybody had a different answer for it. I don't know what I called them. They just got handed out at like summer camp. The worst, I don't know. It's something that runs in my jeans or something. But I, my dad mentioned this and I didn't even say anything. Uh, whenever we eat those, I get a, a fucking itchy, scratchy in my throat. Like I, like I, it almost feels like I swallowed a, a piece of the plastic. It's got bits of cardboard in the fucking fruit. I swear to God, my dad said, I can't eat those. It, it makes my, my throat scratch. I'm like, me too. And my grandpa's sitting over. He's like, ah, eating one. It's <laughs> like, it must run in the family. <laughs> yeah, but you don't notice it when you're eight. 
<laughs> You're just like, right. yes, please. Give me more of that oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day. All day. Oh, man. So, yeah, dude. We took so a what, week off. What, what are you going to give the beer rating? Oh, I'm giving this a three. It's amazing. It's perfect. What is it? The project? Well, they have a bunch of projects, I think. This is called Dr. Rudy. Dr. Rudy. Or maybe it's called The Project. I thought that was like the series. And then they have the title of it like really tiny under here. Yeah, I think it's a 12 project thing. I think they were doing something like once a month. They were coming out with like an experimental beer. Well, that was what the uh, the sours were. That was like a once per month sour thing. And the sour beers just don't really sit well with us. So we didn't like it. Um, I had, um, I, unfortunately, I drank them all uh, Friday. But there was a disgustingly interesting drank beer. I drank, I drank them all. They were that interesting. <laughs> it was like an Accession IPA sour and it had like bits of something in there. Every every time I took a sip, I'm like, "Real oh, Panther." It would just like every every beer flavor that you could think. They put it into a Yahtzee cup and just fucking shook it up <laughs> and then poured it into your bottle. It was just it threw you for a loop. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> Playing Yahtzee all the time. Hey, if you're if you're drinking out of Yahtzee cups, you got a serious <laughs> drinking problem. Oh man, uh, yeah. So if you're, I'm giving this a three. Um, try it if you're in Ohio. I think Platform is, unfortunately, along with a lot of our favorite breweries, still only distributed throughout Ohio. But if you're here and you haven't had anything by Platform yet, then that's a mistake. You need to get on that shit. Another big favorite that I have from them is the Speed Merchant, which is a white IPA. Good mix of the Belgian and IPA. They have a Palesner that is really fucking good. I think they have a few different ones. Yeah. It's called like White Lightning or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. You could be right. Like usual, you make shit up, and if I can't check it, then it's good. Well, yeah, even if I'm wrong, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this a one. It's not terrible. I'm just not a big fan of these blonde ales. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Nothing throws you for a loop. Um, you can taste the bit of vanilla that they put in there. Vanilla and beer, I just don't like it. A um, bit of vanilla in that one, really? Yeah, it says aromas of vanilla and clove. Interesting. Um, it's not a terrible beer. It's drinkable. It's good. There's just nothing... That would keep me from getting it again. That would, make, that would make me buy this over something else. I'd rather live, yeah. honestly have just a Miller Lite or something. You got to be a fan of the Belgians. And that's what ended up happening Friday when I <laughs> was drinking them. I'm just like, ah, I'm going to walk over to the beer store. That's always which the is, throwback. Which is actually very difficult in PA. That's a one big downfall. You can't just like go to a gas station and buy yeah, what's a the, beer. What's the rule there? Well, so it's 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 like town to town. There's beer depots, mm. like an alcohol, like like a hard liquor store in Ohio. Yeah, where you have to go there to get like anything. Right. Uh, but it's it's like that for for everything here. Mm. Um, now I was closer to Philly, and there was like a Sheets uh, gas station who that had alcohol. Nice. So I don't know, I don't know. And then there's like a uh, an Italian restaurant. Run by Mexicans right in up front. I call it Pedro's, and they sell alcohol out of there. You can buy six packs, um, but it's super expensive. Interesting. Everything's just uh, slightly more expensive around here too. Yeah, yeah. It must be maybe it's just harder to get liquor license for for stuff. So like mm-hmm. the sheets had it, but cheaper gas stations don't, or something like that. Or maybe it's super expensive. So if you're gonna yeah. have one, you better make yeah. it worth your while. Yeah, in Ohio, we're spoiled. Pretty much every fucking thing in the world has sells beer in it. <laughs> so. Drive, drive throughs, McDonald's. You know, my uncle. They, everybody has beer. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that's some funny shit. Let's uh, let's talk about how I accidentally had two full bottles of wine in L.A. 
accidentally, yeah. uh, accidentally on purpose. All right. Yeah, I was. So I met up with. I tried to meet up with as many of our listeners as we could while we were there, and I wanted to record, but it was a clusterfuck. It was a lot of fun, but we just it, the recording wasn't happening. But that did, so that didn't go down. But I did meet up with uh, Jacob Weiss, hung out at Echo Park with some of his buddies. So there's a cool store there where you go in and has like a carry out beer and wine and liquor. And then there's also like a lounge area in the same thing. So you can get your beer from there. And then if you want, you can pay like two bucks, open all your drinks and hang out there and drink it there. Or you can carry it out. So we were going to hang out. I didn't have a wine opener. I got cans of wine. And in my mind, I think a can like this, you know, how many cans can there be in an entire bottle? Probably like four, six. I had no fucking idea. So I got four cans of wine. We hang out. I drink the wine. I call my Uber. And as I'm walking to the car, I'm all of a sudden hammered. And then I get back to my Airbnb and I look up the ounces to milliliters conversion. Two of these is a bottle of wine. Two cans. Oh, wow. 25 ounces is an entire bottle of wine. And I had four cans. So that was an interesting evening. Unintentional drunk. First time ever. I didn't mean to. And it happened anyways. So if you ever get canned wine, it's wine that comes in a can. Be careful. (laughs) Be careful, because it will sneak up on you. <clears throat> what was it in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they were drinking wine out of a pop bottle or pop can? Yeah, yeah it's the one where they're, uh, they try to give Frank the intervention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like he invented the uh, the wine in a can thing. You don't spill it when you move your hands and gesture around and everything. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's everybody's just... walking around with red mouths <laughs> yeah. and shit. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So so I met Jacob. We hung out. That was fun. Uh, the day before that, I met Deadpoolio, Riley, JD88, 27 square three, whatever his fucking username is. Um, the Rocketeer, Mike Templeton. And then there was one dude that, that shouted at us on Twitter for the first time and like met me at this place and came up. It was like, Commander, what's up? And we fist bumped. It was like, what's going on, man? And then I like turned to look at this wall of toys and then I turned around and he was gone and never saw him again. <laughs> I, that was it. I was like, dude, I wanted to like actually, you know, chat and like hang out, but he like disappeared. So that was interesting. But they took me to this place called Frankensons. And if anybody's in LA, you probably know what it is. But if you're not, all the vendors and shit that come to conventions where you see just walls of like old classic toys and everything. This is a warehouse and those guys are set up 24-7 like throughout oh, wow. the entire year. So it's like is a it comic like a market con. where you can buy stuff? Yeah, it's like a, well, it's like a, a swap meet, they called it. That, that's what they call it out there. So it's literally just like all the awesome shit that you see at Comic-Con is there every day. You can go buy everything. They had classic toys. I posted a few goofy ass things on our Instagram, uh, like a naked Luke Skywalker Barbie doll. <laughs> I looked. I looked whoa, for some whoa, whoa. Commander I Cody. Ask, yeah, yeah. What, what was wrong with the Force Friday like faces on a lot of the toys? They were all fucked and melted. It looked like that guy yeah. from from uh, what was the the cartoon comic? I give up now. I'm a, I'm a product of the <laughs> '90s, and that was too too long ago for me to even refer to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Any any um, reference? What can we get there? It was a, a '90s. Cartoon that the, there was two hosts and they were part of a comic book series. And action heroes now. Oh, Kablam! Kablam! Yeah. It, all, all of the 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 one melty dude oh, from Kablam. Yeah. They, all, all the all the Force Friday guys just look like fucking Meltman. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, so me and Tommy Boy went out and we the last episode uh, is just kind of our audio summary of what the fuck happened that night. Just not as impressive as it was when we went for Force Awakens. Just not as, there was only like six people in line. They didn't do a big fucking 
like extravaganza inside Target. They had stuff scattered in a bunch of different aisles. Wasn't too impressed by the toys. I don't know. Just wasn't as cool as, I, as the first really time. I'm really surprised because like this is going to be one of the biggest releases. Oh, I mean, you got to figure of all time. People are so ramped up for this shit right now. Why wouldn't they capitalize on that and do like giveaways and and like just blow it out? You yeah, know? I think it's just Columbus too because I saw pics from some of our uh, some people we follow on Instagram like they're in New York or L.A. and like the five hundred first is there. There's like twenty people in fucking full armor and stuff, and they made a big party out of it. So I think it's just Columbus is obviously like a super small market compared to those other big ones. But well, it's because it's because Rogue Squadron Podcast isn't hosting the the fucking event. That's what we said when we walked out. I was like, dude, we next year we have to like we have to plan this. Like, we need to get the five hundred first here. We need food trucks. We need some giveaways. We need some craziness happening. All right, so this so, this is a perfect time to plug our our event, which is going to be yeah. uh, December fourteenth, which is the opening night for uh, the Last Jedi. Uh, this works out actually perfectly. Uh, I want to let you know just now, um, I will be in town the 13th and 14th for work. So I will already be put up um, most likely in downtown Columbus. So I'll just have to scoot on over after work. Fuck yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, it kind of landed perfectly because I, I have to work in Columbus on the 14th. Nice. Uh, and then the 15th is a travel day. So Perfect. I can just... So that'll work perfectly. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So anybody that was in Columbus for our Rogue One premiere that we did, also at Gateway, also last December, uh, it was a lot of fun. We're doing similar setup. 501st will be there in costume. We're going to try to get a, a, a custom beer or a tap takeover from a local brewery. Awesome food. Gateway just in general is a fucking sweet theater. So, oh yeah. And then Battlefront 2 will be out by then. So we're going to have some Battlefront shit set up. So come and play yeah. the new one and fly... Fly Kylo's tie silencer before you go see it on the screen. It's gonna be, now, it's gonna be fucking um, sweet. So, last year we had uh, actual brewing helped us out and brewed us a beer called Rouge One for yeah. the Rogue One release. Yeah. Um, little did I know, but the week know? before we left, we stopped by Actual on a Monday, just kind of like passing by. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna have a chance to like stop by and drink their beer. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking in my mind, they're, they're closed, but I'm like, fuck it. Maybe I'll knock on the door and maybe they're brewing. <laughs> and there was like four people out front that they were just like keeping it open. It was yeah. like one of the owners. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, actually that Rouge One beer we made. It's we, we, we just made it a Pilsner, but it was like the same exact thing. And then they just put it through the Pils, Pilsner. Or I'm sorry, the lagering. Oh, okay. So same they recipe, but then they lagered it. Yeah, exactly. Shit, and Because I, I was drinking it. I'm just like, this is really good. And she's like, wait, you're, you're that guy from the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's that beer we made. Except, uh, uh, mm. you know, we just lagered it. Are they, um, so is it, are they distributing it or is it just in the tap room? It's, it was in the tap room at the time. And what do they call it? I don't know. Something. Best beer it ever by some, Rogue Squadron yeah. Podcast. Now lagered by Actual Brain. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, I've contacted a few local breweries. So if we can make another custom beer that corresponds with Last Jedi we're going to because it was fucking amazing. It was a good experience. We should talk to Seventh Son since they're really large. Fuck yeah. And Land Grant. Eh. <laughs> Who made the one goal one ride that tasted just like the Rouge one so fuck yeah. Yeah, ring the bell. Drink, Drink it up. I'm, I'm already moved on to the, the <laughs> solid beer over here. You know what? You know what? I have to say <clears throat> in, uh, I think one or two episodes ago we mentioned that uh, pub beer that I had that was just plain simple can. Yeah. 
I absolutely still love these old school yep. style Miller Lite cans. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember when they switched to those, but I'm glad they haven't gone back. Well, because it was like that blue can that was like sharp and it was like golden yeah. and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. when I move back to this, it's so cool. Mm. I, I still love this. And now they're like, when you see a brewery in person, a Miller Lite one, you can see like the big silos of grain and shit are Miller Lite cans. They're designed like that. It's oh pretty- my God, that's sweet. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, I guess I guess the one here is, is Bud in Columbus. But yeah, so there's one in LA that I always pass. Usually where I stay, I end up passing it. And like whatever the fucking like six silos of grain or hops or whatever, they all look like a giant Miller Lite can. Pretty fucking sweet. Can you imagine? Because we we sat there and made I a beer and, and made a beer with the uh, actual yeah the, the amount of hops that they had. And then you look at those silos and you're Truck just like, loads. dear God, it's got to be malt or the corn product that they put in that cheap beer. But yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, speaking of Force Friday, let me, let, me, let me show off some things. So I got this Thai silencer model. By the way, everyone's freaking out. I threw the box away, but the box for this had this, two TIE fighters, and in the corner, you could see the Death Star. And since this is a new ship, everyone's like, oh my God, there's going to be a Death Star 3 and West Jedi. It's like, no, it's just fucking packaging. Calm the hell down. But this is Kylo's new TIE silencer. It's pretty cool. Makes sounds. Fucking sweet. It's like a little kid. It lights up. Now... I, I have said this like 50 episodes ago, and it's probably pretty fucking accurate. Say it again. But this, I, I had the TIE Fighter game, mm-hmm. and it had like a, an extras CD that went into the making and production of the Star Wars movies. Uh, one thing that I learned was the, the making and the creation of the sound of the TIE Fighter. Yeah, it was like an elephant and something else. It was an elephant and a car hydroplaning, so like yeah. skidding down the road. Yeah, it's one of the coolest sounds. You can And you can hear it in our intro too, like the swell is like TIE Fighters. Uh, it's one of the coolest sounds in Star Wars. It's, yeah, it's like a shriek and a hone all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, but it's like small stuff that goes into that. It's, yeah. it's it, make, it changes everything. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I got the Plagueis Funko Pop. I'm not going to lie. I hate that. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought I it was cool. Yeah. It, I, I do like, I mean, I, I think it's cool, but I, I think it kind of looks dumb. It's it cool looks like he just got out of the shower. <laughs> he does look like he's wearing some fraternity bathrobe or some shit. It looks shit. like Gold Member from Austin Powers <laughs> or some shit. Smoking a pancake. <laughs> I thought it was cool, though. I thought, I, I do like Snoke. And there was, out of all the other pops that were there, I was like, wasn't a big fan of all of them. This was not Force Friday, but my buddy Sweeney from the Hateful Geeks podcast saw this at Walgreens even though I had been checking like twice a week for a month and couldn't find it. He finally found this in stores and picked it up for me. So super geek to finally have the Commander Cody pop. And he's executing Order 66 he with his mini pop yeah, emperor. With, with Palpatine right there on his, on his it, arm. It and just looks a like good a good looking pop too. It <laughs> does kind of. Because we, we we've talked about some of the pops like, all right, so I love the Dark Tower. But if you look at this pop of the man in black, it's literally just a white dude's head. You can't yeah. tell. So like this, this pop actually looks cool with the helmet and everything. So I, yeah. was, I was very geeked to have that. And then I got my least favorite character from the Last Jedi. Is these fucking Praetorian guards. I hate yeah. them. Yeah, but well, this style of Lego is cool. You know, I got the Grievous and the Commander and the K two. So I was like, I got to continue the tradition and get one. So as a as a toy, it looks kind of cool. I'm not I'm not mad about it. What's wrong with his face or the helmet? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking 3D printed a, a food tray on top of his head. 
I, exactly. I don't know. Got a, I really don't know. Burger King tray sitting on the fucking head. All right. And then, like you said, all the droopy faces and shit, I was not a big fan of a lot of the Black Series, the six-inch stuff that they had. They just didn't look that cool. Um, but they did come out with a shorter... They're called the Diecast series. So I grabbed Kylo. And it's actually... It's heavy because it's die-cast, and it's actually a really good-looking model. And it came with, like, uh, so it came with this little stand thing of Jakku burning. So you're supposed to, like, you know, put it on display like this. Oh. So it looks that pretty cool. Look pretty cool, though. And he came with a, uh, a different helmet and a different lightsaber. So you can swap you're it out and put it on display. You're so right. You're so right. Wow. <laughs> Something far worse has happened to you. Uh, so they had a few of those. Those are cool. I might have to get some more. But yeah, I mean, it was. I got a few cool things. It was obviously fun to go out, but just not as, not as cool as Force Awakens. Maybe just because some of this stuff has been leaked. Like a lot of the Lego sets, Tommy Boy got the Tie Silencer Lego. A lot of the Lego shit got leaked online ahead of time. So maybe we just we got spoiled with the leaks. I wasn't as excited. But I think I think people are just taking Star Wars stuff for granted already. Like we've had two movies. That could be true. And and the buzz is gone already. Well, that, yeah, that could be true too. I don't know. We're going to have to shut this podcast down. <laughs> we'll become the the beer and nonsense newbies. <laughs> or something. Oh, at that little swap meet thing, I did find this uh, Doctor Strange pop. His, That's his training one. Okay. Because the only other ones I saw around here in stores were like the comic book version, not the movie version. So I wanted one that actually looked like Benedict. Do you have a Joker one? Uh, No, I do not. Oh. I got Groot Rocket, the two Dark Tower ones, Batman, Vision, Michelangelo, and a bunch of Star Wars ones. And Bib, Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna, yeah. And a bunch of other Star Wars ones, too. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun to go out. Fucking whatever. I like toys. I don't care. I'm giving uh, Miller Lite a three out of three for drinking. <laughs> it's always a good decision. Uh, so that was Force Friday. Uh, I only went to Target, so I might, I might have to swing by a, um, a Toys R Us or something and see if they had some extra shit going on. I can't believe Toys R Us is still a thing. <laughs> I know, right? Honestly, that's, kids want to yeah. go see all the toys before they buy it. I guess it's the only reason that they haven't been like shut down by Amazon, pretty much, until Amazon buys them. I remember one time I went. I, I, I had a birthday and I collected all my fucking money, and it ended up being like a hundred dollars for my birthday. And my mom said, "Where do you want to go?" I said, "Fuck it, take me." I and this is what I said. I said, "Listen, bitch, fuck it, take me straight." The Toys R Us, and I'm running to the to the Beast Wars Transformer section and buying <laughs> yeah. every everything under the sun. And I literally I bought one. So like the Optimus Prime, yeah. the monkey, the gorilla one was like fifty bucks by itself, but it was fucking humongous. So I got like one big one, and then like a thousand small ones, and I just had a war. I love uh, it, man. That's oh, awesome. I do have to now. I do have to uh, say something about say that. It. Recently, I saw on Facebook uh, there was. A uh, Transformers, Transformers toy of Optimus Prime. Transformers. Yeah. And it transformed itself. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Somebody must have programmed it or something. That was sweet. That's, yes. The, the AllSpark must have touched it or, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, it was the old school 90s cartoon truck version of it. Semi-truck yeah. version of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Um, So I'm just, I'm mostly geeked about this little guy right here. <laughs> so let's get back to it. So I can't, I'm not going to show about him. I wonder if there's a Mopar one where it's just a Hemi Challenger. Or Dude, so I, I, we want to start doing shirts eventually. My first shirt idea was to have this, not, not the pop, obviously, but this shot from episode three 
But instead of Palpatine on my holotransmitter, it'll be Mopar. And we're like recording an episode. And I'm just like transmitting signals <laughs> <laughs> across the galaxy, which fits perfectly now that you're away. What's next? Well, talk cheers. It. Cheers. But you got to ring the bell. I already rang it. Um, now, I do. We have a lot to get into. Uh, the Rebels season four trailer uh, has been released, and I have not seen it, but Commander has some shit that he wants to talk about that. Um, we've gone through most of Commander's LA trip. Uh, I don't know if there's any other shout outs that you want to do, any other recordings. Uh, we have the best fans ever. They were a lot of fun. Um, Riley's an awesome dude. Appreciate everybody coming out to, to hang out with us. I spent most of the night with Dead Pulio. We went and watched the fight. We can talk about the fight. Did you watch it? Yeah. yeah, I, I, I assume too. I don't even care about fighting, but I watched it. Um, hung out, got drunk with his friends. We did an episode um, on one of his shows, which I actually posted. It's called That's Life. So I, if you want to hear me drunk ramble on there instead of on here, you can do that. Uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Deadpool was a cool guy. And really, you know, they made me feel like I like I lived in LA. They were, they were really cool to hang out with. And then I met Danny Beck from episode 66. Uh, he invited me to tour Riot Games. In Santa Monica, where he works so now. Give, give, give a little more background of who Danny Beck was. Oh, uh, so Danny who, Beck was... Or who, who he is He's now. an artist. <laughs> he's an okay. artist, and he's done concept design and, like, art design for video games. And for... When he went to Riot, it was for the board game that corresponds with League of Legends, which we don't know much about because we're not really PC gamers. But he was at Blizzard. Now he's at Riot. Uh, we had him on the show to talk about Force Awakens and his, you know, lifelong love of Star Wars and everything. Um, and he's a Southern California native. No, he's from Arizona. And he's been in Southern California for a while. Sorry. But Deception! He, but he <laughs> invited me to tour Riot, and I had no idea what I was walking into. And it's like one of the coolest company campuses that I've ever seen. They have a fucking break lounge for employees where there's just like literally like a hundred computers set up. People are playing League of Legends on their breaks. There's like a gym, a full cafeteria, a full bar, full coffee shop, oh, wow. full like fitness facility, parking garage. Um, they had a um, a virtual reality demo room that he took me to and like hooked me up and I was like playing Spider-Man and shooting webs and shit. That's the first time I've done like true virtual reality. And it was tripping me out because, like, I was doing a Spider-Man demo. So, I, like, I swung up to a crane over the city and I was looking down and, I, like, it trips you out. It, it feels like you're, if you it take like a step forward, you're your going to fall. Yeah. Yeah, your mind has no idea what's happening. So, that, that was really cool. Um, but, and then we, then we chatted. He's, he's just an awesome dude. Um, it was a great tour. I appreciate him letting me, let me go through. But if all video game companies have that type of facility, then holy shit, because that was awesome. A Perion. We need to get on the jump yeah. on board with them <laughs> yeah. right now before they hit they, they hit need, it big. Yeah, they need to start a Perion Gaming. Well, you need a fucking new name first, but a Perion Gaming <laughs> LLC or whatever. And like, yeah, dude, it's it was a blast to see. Just very cool. Um, uh, kind of along that note, I started a brand new Mass Effect character. I, mm. I think I sent that to you guys. Um, sniper, right? Oh, I was a sniper in the first one, um, but I was tech and sniper. <laughs> This nice. one, I'm biotic and sniper. Nice. Um, and then the, the first playthrough, I was all Paragon, so I was all good guy. Uh, this one, I'm just being fucking dickhead renegade. Um, and it's honestly, so let me let me tell you this. It's hard sometimes. Oh yeah, like so in, 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 in the Star Wars. Yeah, in the Star Wars universe, I don't. It's kind of fun being the bad guy because yeah. you can just like 
shock people and there's cool powers, but you don't really feel the effects of your assholeness, of your dark side decisions. In <laughs> it's Mass goofy Effect, as hell, too. In, in Mass Effect, they shove your decisions down your throat. So when you like shoot that guy, everybody refers to it from there on out. They're like, hey, remember that time uh, you, you destroyed that species and took, wiped it off the fucking galaxy map? We fucking hate you. And you're just like, wait a second. I didn't know anyone was watching. And through what? all three games, too. Yeah. So uh, I've already killed an innocent, like, Asari that helped me out. I, and I was just like, well, you, you, were, you teamed up with uh, uh, Saren, so come on. <laughs> Shepard can be such a dick. What I'm scared of is, can you go through being a bad guy and keep all of your companions? That's the difficult thing, because I, I don't want Rex to die. Um, that's a good question. I think so. I think the Bean Renegade makes it easier to save Rex because he's a badass bounty hunter too. That's true. So he kind of lends itself for being a badass or being a, a dick with him. But I'm, I think I'm there's a way to do it with, with either side. You just have to be very careful with the dialogue. I, I assume so. But like in the second one, everything's pivotal on your on gaining their trust that, or whatever. Yeah, that one is different for sure. So you should double check. Look at that uh, fucking the map of, of the suicide mission first before you do that. Spoiler! Ah! Oh, fuck. It's been out for so long, man. No spoilers. Yeah, but uh, the other thing was... Uh, I, so I started that character. It's going all right. The game... The first game is surprisingly choppy. I like the first game a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, it's... It's a little choppy. It's, it's noticeably choppy. Because, you know, the last one I, I played was three. Yeah. Um, and when you go back, you're just like, Jesus. That's what, like when trying to replay KOTOR, you're just like, like you could barely swing a fucking lightsaber without like your the Xbox going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. But that one is turn-based. So it it's the fact that it's choppy doesn't affect your combat as much. Mm -hmm. Because you pick all your shit and then it executes it in order. Mass yeah. Effect is actually like a live action thing, except for when you pause to choose powers. So when it's choppy there, it is hard to get around that and actually like survive. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I remember that and that one is 2007, I think. Holiday 2007. One? So yeah, it's a decade old now. Wow. So the 360 has been out since 2007? 2005. Yeah. What? 2005. How old are we? Jeebus. <laughs> I remember sitting in physics class and in between fart jokes and tormenting our professor, <laughs> we were reading Game Informers about the 360 coming out and uh, Dan Villani wouldn't shut up about Oblivion. <laughs> the character really? creation and the maps I, and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, man. You guys were on another level then. I, yeah, I never got in. I didn't get into gaming until like four years into college. Well, like, we I wouldn't did. shut up about KOTOR. So we wouldn't play anything else. But I did know the 360 was coming out. So I was excited about that. But I didn't own a 360 until the Slims came out like five years after the fact. No, so. I know. But we had original Xboxes back then. So as long as we were playing KOTOR, we didn't give a shit about the next gen. It was like, eh, it doesn't oh, matter. KOTOR. KOTOR and Battlefront. And, yeah, Both exactly. Exactly. Nothing matters. Nothing else matters. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. Sorry guys, we we go on fucking rants and we don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> That's the point. Uh, so you're gonna have to go into the uh, Rebel season four trailer because I have not seen it yet. That's fine. Self uh, self proclaimed haters of the cartoons, as we we have been known to be. 
I'm just, uh, I want to predict a little bit of how, because everyone, if you didn't know, Rebel Season 4 is the last season of Rebels. So I'm going to try to predict like what's going to happen. So in the in the trailer, we see the usual stuff like Kanan and Hera's relationship and Ezra trying to, you know, get, um, make some sense of his relationship with the Force and those fucking wolves that keep popping up that people thought was Ahsoka. I don't know what the fuck those things are. But throughout the trailer, they mention Krennic. They, we see Saw Gerrera and Two Tubes. We see Death Troopers. And we see things land on Yavin. And we see a council of Mon Mothma and Bail Organa talking at the Yavin base. With all that stuff combined... Oh, and like uh, Moff Tarkin's talking about Krennic and his project. They say Stardust. So obviously it's the Death Star. With all these things combined, what we said when Rogue One came out is I really hope that the Rebels ends at Scarif. Like the only logical thing for me, for these characters not to like have a story made up for them that continues throughout the original trilogy is for most of them to die at the Scarif battle. And I really, I really hope and I really think that it's going to come down to that. The finale of Rebel Season 4 is going to be... Whoa, 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 whoa. Dem- Did, is, isn't... Does, uh, didn't oh, we see Ghost... Ghost? They're, they're the ship, right? Yeah. Ghost? Yeah. Don't we see that when they're going and attacking... Uh, oh, is that Scarif? That's Scarif, yeah. The end of Rogue One. What if they're on um, Saul Guerrero's planet? Why am I blanking on that? Jeddah. Je- oh, yeah. Jeddah. Why Why could... Maybe they're on Jeddah when, they when it explodes. They could be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we see Sagrera talking to a few of them throughout the trailer. But I just think throughout the course of the events of Rogue One, the Rebels needs to coincide with that movie and end. Because it's ending anyways. So, like, unless you're going to make up a whole story for Hera and how she ends up living throughout the entire original trilogy into into the fucking um, Endor and everything, I think you just cut everything off there. Make it really sad and tragic. And that's what we need in Star Wars. Sad tragedy. Sad tragedy. Um, You know, as uh, there's just more and more shit I dislike about the original trilogy when I think back about it. And I don't want to be an asshole about everything, but like when you look back at episode five and you look at the the snow battle and everything, we don't see a single goddamn non-human on the battlefield. Yeah. But now we've created the rebels the cartoon and everybody's a non-fucking human running around. <laughs> Zeb is a god is Harambe fucking <laughs> jumping around. But um he is a brand new species, yeah. That's hilarious. But it, yeah, like there's there's a lot of stuff that just gets thrown to the wayside because when, when we hit episode five, everybody's just a drunken dude with a porn stash. Um <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're, sure. out, they're all the way out in the Because it was so 70s. Yeah, that's one thing that I was talking about with Danny Beck. So obviously he's a concept designer and an art designer. He was just talking about the stuff that's been coming out for Last Jedi and even for Rogue One and Force Awakens is the lack of alien species. It's still so focused. Obviously a lot less than um, the original trilogy, but it's still so focused on humans. Wait, you're talking about the new movies? Yeah. What? Yeah. He said, like, what you were saying when uh, Maz Kanata's thing, like, where are all the alien species from episode four, five, and six. Right. Like, they well, make no, up a I bunch of new ones. I thought that was fine, though. I thought, like, Maz Kanata's... Maz Kanata alone is a non-human, and she's running a bar, and then there's, like, a fucking dragon lily aliens in the corner. <laughs> you didn't know? 
Yeah. Crate Dragon Lily? What are you talking about? <laughs> the mother of Dragon Lilies. Um, <clears throat> mother of Crate Dragons. Why hasn't that been a meme yet? Well, done it. We're gonna or we're gonna <laughs> meme that up for, for on Kotor when you fight the crate dragon. We're just gonna put Danny's head on there, and it's just gonna be the mother of crate dragon. Jesus Christ, Dear God, Aperion, just hire us. We'll, we'll think of everything for you. <laughs> we'll make your game so much better. Flesh and shlummy. <laughs> um. All right. All right. All right. I don't want to uh, do oh, okay, we, already, we already we already opened the door for Game of Thrones. Do we want to jump into it now, or is there anything else you want to? Run through. Well, if we talk about Rebels, all we're going to do is make fun of the whole thing. So we may as well move on. Was there any anything like exciting? I Again, I haven't seen it. The trailer itself. I mean, obviously it's a trailer, so it does get you geeked up for the season. And I'm definitely going to watch it. It's just... I Did wonder you see if, Darth Maul hooting and hollering <laughs> in the background still? Pretty much, probably. Um, no, like some cool stuff with Sabine leading the Mandalorian stuff. With her, her dark saber going into battle, being a badass. She's, she is one of my favorite characters from Rebels. But I just hope that with the culmination of the series that they're going to do away with all the fucking filler stuff. Like, that's my one wish for season four to redeem it in my mind is like, if you have to end a series, let's recap and end everything and get rid of the filler. No space whales. None of this bullshit. Let's end everything. Make it real emotional for people uh, as you go into the timeline of Rogue One and A New Hope. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, with, with all those mentions of... Krennic, Saw Gerrera, Death Troopers, Yavin, Bail Organa. I just hope that they're going to lead up to the Scarif battle or around that timeline. I do have... Okay. Anything else? Jesus. I, I, just cut, I, I almost cut you off at the end just assuming, hey, you're completely done because fuck that. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so just a quick side note and or long discussion. Um. <laughs> I, I just finished up uh, the Killing Joke, which is now on HBO Go. So if you if you have HBO Go, uh, you can go watch the the new I need to watch that. Killing Joke. Yeah. Um, as a, I wouldn't say I'm a non fan, but I wasn't a huge fan of the comic book. I thought they did some things very well, and then other things I was just like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Um, they added a lot just to make it a movie. Because, I mean, you can get away with a comic book that's just... Uh, yeah, so it's right there. Um, you can get away... Because it's like, what What does it say there? An hour and a half? Hour 40? Uh, hour 17. Oh, okay. So it's... Still, though, about for a comic hour, book. hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it They add a lot to like build what happens to... Uh, what happens throughout the comic? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a whole prequel thing setting it up that isn't a part of the the, the comic. So I'm I'm assuming that was one of the major issues that people had. I was confused honestly because that wasn't a part of it, and or I was thinking, what did I forget? Um, but right. after thinking back, it makes sense because uh, they set it up because they, they they basically set up Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the to the non Batman fans, you're just like, who the fuck's Batgirl? Uh, who you know? How does she fit in everything? So they kind of they they show her in action. They explain that it's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Um, so it kind of um, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, throughout the events of the movie, it makes it more emotional to you because it's already stuff's been set up a little better. That makes sense, though. They kind of have to do um, that. There was other things that like 
translate better through text and words and pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, like when you when you fly through it in a movie, mm-hmm. it just doesn't mean as much. Right. Uh, so it was kind of that struggle. But I, I I'm I'm kind of on the same level as everybody else. I was just like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't amazing. Um, it's it's pretty raunchy still. Yeah. I mean, there's cussing. Um, there there's like nudity. <laughs> There's, yeah. there's nudity, there's cussing, uh, it's dark, people die left and right, and you're just like, this is definitely a DC animated film. Yeah, that's what um, I was going to chime in, because I'm, I'm going to watch it, because I'm curious, because you and Tommy Boy and everybody else that loves DC has always said that their animated films have been fucking on point. And, yeah. You know, you and raved I, about I, the Red Hood and stuff. In in the grant, And they actually discussed the Red Hood. They refer to right. it uh, in that. Um, but there is a whole Red Hood thing, um, and then that... <laughs> That uh, Flashpoint Paradox, man. I'm telling you that fuck. I I, I did not awesome. know what to expect. So I've already talked about that shit. So yeah. we'll move on. Um, but if uh, official Mopar rating, I'd probably give it a seven, seven out of ten. I, I yeah. I did. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. They did some things well. Uh, uh, and side note, if you if if you don't know, uh, Mark Hamill was uh, the Joker in Perfect. that one. So. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get better than that. Speaking of though, that DC stuff, I think that's one of my. You speak about it while I'm getting a beer. Almost on it. So I've been a not a hater per se, but like I always love Marvel more than DC a lot. Um, and I think for people that just watched this motherfucker's video, for a lot of people that uh, that are DC fans, you know, we don't read comics. I'm going off the movies, and I like Marvel more. So I think these animated films are an actual opportunity where you get to see what DC Comics actually is. And when people read the comics, this is the shit that they see. It's dark, it's brutal. Mopar always talks about... Is he over here? Yeah, he's right there. Mopar always talks about how uh, he likes DC more for that reason because it's more dark, it's more brutal, it's more realistic. It's more personal. Yeah, more personal. Yeah. So I want to watch this because you don't get that all the time in the, in the, the cinematic movies. But these comic book movies, animated ones, are true to the comic books. So, well, if you if you want to be a a, a a true DC fan, I mean, you, you have to go back and just read the comics because yeah. that's where everything was born. Yeah, and I think um, that's why Tommy Boy gets on my case, and I've been critical about DC is because I haven't read the comics. I'm just kind of going off the movies and like the general story of what I've heard. I'm just like, eh, fine, it's whatever, it's fucking. Yeah, yep, yep, and, and it, they they kind of in the. Uh, um, the Killing Joke. They go back and talk about the origin story of the Joker. Yeah. So, um, which is always hazy. And I even looked up like the canon version. And they're just like, well, it's there's nothing really canon. There's two different ones, okay, right? There's like a vat of acid, and that's in everything. But outside of that, it's different ways, different situations, different everything. So, well, I've heard there's a few different ones too. Well, from I mean, if you think about it, the '89 Batman movie. He's like a gangster and he falls on that No, not movie-wise, though. Like, I've heard from people that actually know the comics that say there's a few different origin stories for the Joker. And uh, the only, the only one like I know official. is the killing joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the only one I know then. And that's what the, I was about to transition into is that the new Joker, Joker origin movie that was announced by DC uh, Universe Films, whatever the fuck they're called, Man of Steel Film Universe. I don't know. Anyways, they announced the new Joker, Joker origin movie. Originally thought that Jared Leto was going to be the Joker, and I was kind of no. I was kind of excited because I was like, he they did so much like back work of setting up his archetype of the Joker. Like, let's see it actually get fleshed out. Like, what's he get supposed to be? Out, yeah. 
Let's see like that actual storyline so we can appreciate his performance as the Joker, which they pretty much cut out of Suicide Squad because fuck it. Um, talks now are that Scorsese is producing and they want Leonardo DiCaprio as the Joker. Which I can definitely see. That's such a see. big jump. And when we look jump. back at uh, Hugh Hefner, whoever the fuck played him last time. <laughs> uh, Hugh. If you were trying to go to Hugh Jackman, I would accept that. But no. No. What's his name? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I was close. Uh, no. But, <laughs> but listen, uh, it, it, is that, it is that big of a jump from Heath Ledger. Like when we first heard that, I'm just like, I fuck give up. And I went home and I was pissed off. Yeah. And then when we saw it, just like, Perfect. holy fuck. Yeah. And I, but the biggest thing is I already have complete faith in DiCaprio. Of I am course. a huge fan of DiCaprio. Yeah, he can do whatever. Uh, it, it's still going to be a big jump. I think because he's such a baby face, and as he gets older, he's not as much of a baby face. Uh, shit happens, wrinkles happen, but uh, uh, I, I think he has that attitude and the acting ability to For just sure. fuck it, just toss it out there. Yeah, yeah. After I saw him, there's a turning point with these actors, you know. Like he's obviously one of the best of all time. Django. Ten. I was just gonna say, like ten years ago, Leo as the Joker, I would have been like, eh, not gonna happen. I think his performance in Django really uh, fucking flipped the script for what I thought he could do in a movie. Oh, there's a lot of them. The Departed is a fucking crazy yeah. movie. But I, um, for me, I guess maybe in the timeline of the the Leonardo movies that I've watched, it's specifically Django, which well, is fine. a fucking we'll great talk movie about Django all, all day. We don't Django, have fucking Django, decent. No, Billy, I'm gonna drink about it. <laughs> Good job. <sighs> anyway, so keep your eyes peeled for the Joker origin movie. Excited about that. Among the dozens of movies that DC has said, hey, we're going to do another movie. And then they don't say anything. And then they announce what it's going to be called. And then it's going to come out in like four years. So who knows? Oh, the other animated DC film, just to toss it out there, was the uh, Batman uh, something, something, the Phantasm. The Phantom. Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, something like that. How do I know the title? And I haven't even seen it. I have seen it. And I don't remember what the fuck. That's what I'm here for. Actually, um, I just wasn't too impressed with that, but I, I would definitely not say... I would definitely say still go see it. Yeah. Whatever. That's I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> nice. Uh, we got a little more Star Wars news, and then we got Game of Thrones. Which one do you want to do first? Bitch. Let's, let's, uh, well, let's continue with the, the uh, throne, Star Wars. <laughs> Throne Wars stuff. Well, so what, it says <laughs> love episode one. What is this? What? All right. So on my flights, uh, on the way there, I watched episode one. Way back, I watched episode five. So I watched episode one on the plane on my phone and I've never enjoyed that movie more. I don't know what it was, maybe cuz I was like tired, hopefully not. I don't know what the like conditions were, but for whatever reason I loved that movie when I watched it more than I ever have in my entire life, even when I was 11 and saw it in theaters. I, I didn't think it was boring. I ignored Anakin and Jar Jar's stupid lines. I was captivated by what was happening in the movie the entire time, and I just I was really really taken just like swept up in what was happening in episode 1. I just, I love the entire thing. I can't really explain why it happened, but I just, I don't know. I just think everyone needs to give the prequels an open shot, rewatch them all with an open mind, and just realize that you actually enjoy them because they're Star Wars. And it, okay, so if, and I also have to throw this out there real quick uh, Patreon page, we revamped it, head on over. We done uh, it. We, you get into closed groups with us, you get, discussions and a uh, bunch of extra shit. Just head on over, Rogue Spot Pod. Um, but we were, I sent out a um, 
question to all of our Patreon members uh, on Facebook. <clears throat> and we were discussing our uh, movies in order. Yeah, rankings. What is our rank? We've, we've what is our ranking of the movies? Many times, yeah. And I have never seen so many so different. Yeah. Like... That's, ours, our number one was uh, is seven for both of us, yeah, and uh, yeah for for uh, uh, you and and me, um, and and both of us, <laughs> and us and together. Tommy Boy actually put seven first as well. Um, and then I was going through, and then Matt, one of the artists that we've worked with, was he had like Rogue One last, and and seven was second last. I was like, I will walk over and punch your mother <laughs> in the head about this shit. Are you kidding me? That's how a beautiful. And I, I get. I just. How how are you gonna as a movie put two above seven and Rogue One? <laughs> I don't care about everything else. Mix them up as much as you want. But if two's not last, you're wrong. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I was. Um, the big reason I was in LA was for podcast movement. Awesome conference. It was a lot of fun. And we talked about this because I I put up an episode that I recorded with some friends there last week. These guys from the Lost Signals. We had a drunken conversation about Star Wars and just nerd culture and movies and comics and shit in general. And like the term that kept coming up for hours and hours and hours the entire weekend was nostalgia factor. All the time, nostalgia factor is the biggest thing that determines anyone's order of their favorite shit in any category ever. Nostalgia factor. It's 100%. You can't put it away. People that are old enough that saw the originals first... Nostalgia factor, they're not going to topple that shit. You know what I mean? As good as the movie is, it just it just bumps everything down when it's in, when it's in the mix. Wait, so you're saying that for us too, that because we're nostalgic about the prequels? Because that doesn't work because you have not number necessarily. five so high. Well, because maybe we're in the, like, the middle of the original and the sequel. We're kind of in this weird spot. But like for and people that, that literally were kids when they saw the four, five, and six, like nothing is going above those majority of the time. You know what I mean? Which we've talked about too. But it's just cool to hear another group of people that love Star Wars always say the nostalgia factor is huge. It's like nostalgia factor and then you get to quality story, characters, actors. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta have an open mind. That, I, I think mean, so too. I think there's a nostalgia factor for everything. If you, if, if you grew up in the 70s, well, what the fuck's the best music ever? 70s fucking music. Fucking you're a new Zeppelin! Yeah! Well, like we said about Pokemon last episode, or two fucking thousand episodes ago. There's only 151 Pokemon. Nostalgia factor. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that's also has a, a, a be, like a beginning factor to it, which I guess is nostalgic too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair but, enough. And I think it's really hard to put that aside and like analyze and rank the movies because a lot of the times you don't even notice that it's there. Like you can't. You're not conscious of the nostalgia factor. It's just like, of course, Episode Five is the best. It made me feel. Like a fucking Jedi, for whatever reason. I I am excited, and I'm scared, and I I feel like I'm going to be confused. I, I really, truly think that they're going to throw us for a crazy fucking loop. And it's something that, like, the Force isn't real. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, my God. All these people just been tripping shrooms on Dagobah that's for what, the past three that's episodes. That's what you're saying about those beans. Yoda's cooking up those crazy beans. Fucking black beans with Navajo beans. You don't mix them. You don't do it. Yeah, not that. Not on that day. From everything that we've seen from Mark Hamill's uh, like interviews and press releases and stuff, he's just like, when I first heard this from Ryan, I hated it, but then I like internalized it, and now I'm now it makes sense. Like he did, he did not expect Luke to be going where he's going. 
I think what's going to end up happening is Luke isn't going to be the pristine Jedi that Mark Hamill expected him to be. Guaranteed. I I assume he's going to find out, and we've talked about this slightly. I think I assume he's going to find out something in those goddamn Jedi dusty novels that he's got on the on the fucking the shelf that the Jedi and their way of life it's, is wrong. It's, it's not wrong. It just it's flawed. It doesn't work. You're fucked. You goddamn done it down. <laughs> it's just it's just something that like by the time it gets you're Luke. You're the only thing fucking left. You tried once, everything fucking died. Now let's go read some books and you're just like wait. No the no wonder. <laughs> the last eight pieces of paper in the galaxy. Yes. 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 Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh last Star Wars thing we heard recently online that yet another change has taken place in the Han Solo film. Still untitled, still no trailer, no teaser, no anything. Um, Paul Bettany, who played Jarvis in the Marvel movies, who's obviously Tony Stark's virtual assistant and now is Vision, uh, is replacing someone who was originally a, a stand-in in a, a mocap suit and was going to be a CGI character, and now they're adding him doing more reshoots to put him in as the character in uh, in real life as an actual actor into the movie. So I assume by now we would be completely done with the announcements of extra changes and shit, but apparently not. So this just happened, uh, I think, last week. Just stop. I, I, don't, I don't have any comment on it because I don't know who the character was. Paul Bettany's a great actor. I loved him as Vision. He's been in a few other things. Um, he's already in the Disney world. I don't think it's really going to change anything crazy. I still trust Ron Howard. It's just interesting to to hear these so late into the game. It's so. supposed to come out in like eight months. May. May the force be with you. Yeah, eight, eight months. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Not May the 4th, though. Why wouldn't they release this shit on May 4th? That'd be the best marketing ploy ever. Because they want to double their money. You're automatically going to be watching Star Wars shit. That's true. So you might as well do that. And then like two weeks later, be like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's the last uh, Star Wars news that we actually had. All right. Did I mention I got I- the Commander Cody pop? Check it out. No, go ahead and uh, give a shout out. Yeah. So this one's really cool. It's actually a good character. You know, <laughs> uh, good quality. Flattered. Looks great. Right, do you enough. have a uh, emperor? I don't actually. I don't. No, I don't. That's one of the few that I really, really, really need. Uh, Palpatine with his hood up and shit. I'm actually going to look up Emperor. Emperor. I really uh, only... I try to get the ones that are... Oh, it's not that good looking. No? kind of. He just has like a wrinkle on his head. Oh, man. I'm it's, trying actually, to remember... it's actually atrocious. It just looks like he has bangs. Oh, so there was one other thing about Force Friday that I should mention. Have you seen the black BB-8? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. BB-9E. So it's BB-8 with a flat top head and it's black. And Kylo Ren obviously was like pissed that he couldn't catch BB-8 throughout episode 7. So now he has his own little rolling ball thing. Um, And then there's another one that I haven't seen anywhere except for uh, a Funko Pop. It's BB-8, but it's like blue and gray. It looks like a ghost thing, and it's like a like a special ops droid or like a reconnaissance droid or something. Looks like some infiltrating droid. It's like blue and gray. It's BB-8, but it's blue and gray instead of white and, I've not, and orange. I've not seen that one. I've, yeah, the, the, the pop was the first place I saw it, but it's interesting. And now the Sphero, you know, like the, the BB-8 that you control with your phone and shit. 
Yeah. They have the BB9E and they have R2D2 for Sphero now as well. So you can get those and they'll follow you around and roll off Excellent. tables and shit. Just more shit for them to sell. More $150 toys. It's just outrageous. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> At least it's an option. I love it too. I, I'm not spending. <laughs> I, I just, I will never. Not that I, much, I, no. Get a few. There might, if, if I have to get one thing ever, I don't think I even own a Star Wars. Uh-uh. We got, these, we got these things last week. Or not last week. Last oh, yeah, yeah, Friday. yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. Like, I, I get a few like, cool select things, you know? Um, but outside of that, if if I can get my hands on a, a Black Series Revan, I will. Uh, but outside of that, oh, I do have a... I could show you here. I'm going to fuck up my camera here. <laughs> Dead Pulio stole I yours. Have, I should have just given I it to you. My Mando nice. sticker yeah. on, on my computer here and then outside of that i'll flip this all the way around and i have my uh oh that's awesome yeah i just stare at that because i love all the different <laughs> styles and shit mm-hmm. sorry that was for our visual fuckers that uh are true fans of the podcast and uh, want to watch our pretty faces on youtube yeah so if you're just listening you have no idea what happened sorry Sorry, but it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you catch any of our stupid comments like that and understand Tweet us. that's why that's why you're here. Please. Sorry, but it ain't gonna happen. Also, all right, so before we get into our last topic, I hate to repeat ourselves every time. But just fucking yell at us. We've had so many people coming out of the woodwork lately, which is awesome. But people that have maybe been listening to us since episode one that haven't said anything until right now. It's almost been four years. Uh, Speaking of this one dude, so Sean Richards uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, he messaged us. He said, made a stop off in your neck of the woods. I approve. He posted a picture of him in the actual tap room with Photon. I don't know if you guys can see this. But one of our one of our self-proclaimed favorite beers of all time, Photon from Actual Brewing Company, which is awesome, man. Dude from New York popped in for whatever reason, was going through Ohio and stopped into Actual Brewing Company, decided not to message either of us because he's an asshole. But, you know, it's okay. You got one of our favorite beers of all time, so it's good. I well, if he's got the option of stopping for a, a good beer or, or stopping and seeing Commander's gullet, you know, there, there's one or the other. Hey, here it is. <laughs> Also, he could have just said, "Hey, Commander, I'm coming through. You want? To, I'll meet you at Photon Brewing. I'll meet you at Photon. <laughs> Let's get the actual logger. Uh, cool. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, if you if you're a fan, if we say something that piques your interest, or if we say something that's completely incorrect and you want to yell at us, please just just do it. Okay. And you can do that through DMing us on anything. Uh, we do have our Facebook uh, open group mm-hmm. for anybody who wants. You can like that page. Um, DMing us on Twitter, Instagram, bunch of it. Or if you if you just get drunkenly belligerent and have a lot of time to yourself, you can send us a drunk email like a bunch mm. of sneakers did, um, and just rant and rave Sneaker about anything you want. It's Rogue Squadron Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, um, you what? guys can. I, I we'd love to hear. I mean, we're not doing this just to just to talk to each other because I've known this. Dangus for a long time. We've had many words uh, back and forth. So um, we're doing this just to to hear. Yeah. What happened? (laughs) I said I'm out of words to say to you. Someone email us. Someone. (laughs) (laughs) This this ends now. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, so, just uh, and, and uh, as we move forward, um, we're going to give you a big spoiler right now. So yeah. uh, we're going to move into Game of Thrones uh, stuff. So if you have not or are not completely caught up through the end of season seven. Yeah. This is your spoiler alert. Please turn this off and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then and then send us uh, an email about why the fuck we suck. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we're going to get into this. We right unintentionally now. say this for last, just for anyone that wanted to hear the show, but hasn't caught up. Like uh, Darth Zakaris, who hasn't watched fucking any of Game of Thrones. So he messaged I us and I was to... like, hey, man, you got plenty of time before season eight. You can catch up on everything. You got like two years. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out uh, to my girlfriend. Uh, she had not watched any. And I was like, babe, it's going to be a long fucking time. To Until watch I it. talk okay. to you again before you yeah. watch them all. <laughs> before I feed you. Um, <laughs> but she has just been pounding them away. She's already a season six. Holy fuck. In like, since we moved. <laughs> nice. It's been like five episodes a day. Nice, um, nice. But uh, she is fed up with like Ramsey. She fucking hates everybody. She loves the Hound. She's and she loves Arya. Um, it's really and Tyrion. Yeah, it's really fun going back and rewatching it with someone that's doing it for the first time when you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, and you see like who they like and who they hate, and just like, oh, you motherfucking have no idea. Well, she was sitting there saying, I hate Joffrey. I hate Joffrey. I'm like, believe me, it gets worse because Ramsey's a fucking cunt. <laughs> jo well, that's true. But Joffrey gets exponentially worse until he fucking chokes. Chokes on his own kingdom. Um, sounds back to old right. dicks. So uh, season seven recap uh, a lot. Of, so in a general sense, this season flew the fuck by. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't spend time on single characters. They were just fucking plot. Let's fucking move this along. Yeah. And shit was just happening, which is fine because we've had six seasons of setting shit up. Well, that's my one complaint for this season. I felt for the first... How many episodes were there? Seven. I felt for the first like five episodes, they zoomed through a bunch of shit to get everything prepped for how they're going to end the season. And then the last two episodes, it just came to a fucking halt. And it was about this single group of characters for like two and a half entire hours of, of show. That's my one and only complaint about this entire season. Otherwise, I, I've loved it. I think it's been great. But it did feel like the pace was super, super, super high. And then all of a sudden, we're going to bring a, a White Walker back to Cersei. Okay, boom. Wait, we're going to go really, really slow with this small group of people. And the season's going to end. That that's kind of how I felt it progressed. So the 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 biggest spoiler of them all, and this is how the whole season ended, the wall comes mm. down. So I did not expect this, that. The, the shitty thing was, I was talking to Tommy Boy, and he suggested that the wall would come down. Mm -hmm. Now that wasn't even an option in my mind <laughs> because the fucker said it. I expected it, and when it happened, I was just like, and even before. I saw it on screen. I was thinking, well, they do have a dragon and that has a, I wonder if it's an ice dragon now or if it's still a fire breathing dragon. Cause yeah. if it's still a fire breathing dragon, then the wall can fucking come down. And I was also kind of surprised cause if, if the wall is, it's a fucking wall of ice. You know how long, even for a dragon to That's take down a fucking wall of ice. I mean, he only took a very small chunk of it out, but still. And it was by the sea, but I was just like... I felt like he was ripping man, through it. 
I feel like you, you the, the dragon would have to take a couple fucking dragon naps after. <laughs> I mean, you'd run out of fucking fuel. You got to re, refuel. <laughs> Drink some fucking protein shakes. Yeah. Get that, get exactly. that fire built back up inside your belly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, well, there's a bunch of fan theories and shit. Like, so about the the dragon becoming a White Walker and the wall coming down and John and Danny banging. I've heard all that stuff, so I was trying to not really like predict what was going to happen and just let it go, um, because people have been just like Star Wars, man. It might be even worse than Star Wars because here's five books and the author's going to take a decade for the sixth one to come out. So everyone is just nonstop fan theories, fan theories, fan theories until we have something new to watch. Is but, he still coming out with uh, the is sure. it book six? Yeah, six and seven. That's so that's such bullshit. Why? I, <laughs> I guess maybe he was he was just expecting this to carry through. I'm sure he's making money off the show yeah, somehow, sure. way or another. Yeah. And then once that builds up all the fucking popularisms, he'll just drop <laughs> the two books. You know, well, from what, well the books are, I wouldn't say noticeably different, but they're definitely different. And from what I've heard. May or may not be confirmed. I'm pulling a Mopar here. This could be entirely made up. So it's completely true. From what I've heard, that he's consulted with the creators of the show as to the ending of all of the characters. So like Jon Snow, he he wins this or he dies this way or whatever it is. Like Hodor, like the way Hodor died. Like he told the creators of the show, it's not in the book yet, but that's what he was planning for to happen for Hodor anyways. Okay. So they take that information and they kind of fill in the gaps as to what the story is going to be. From what I've heard. Again, 100% um, drunk speculation about nothing. <clears throat> the The biggest issue I have, uh, it, it, is, it, it isn't even with the plot. It's with fucking Bran. I don't... How are you going to have a guy that can see the past and the future and control <laughs> beings with his mind? How are you going to have that guy in the fucking background? Yeah. He should have said, hey, Jon Snow motherfucker yeah. i'm over here yeah. and i know everything yeah 100 percent. that was another one of the things besides the pacing is just like this guy knows everything that's ever happened but he's saying nothing to anybody like what yeah it's oh shit we got a chat going on um the so i had a window open that was supposed to display the chat but that didn't load. So if anyone's been shouting at us this entire time, I'm so sorry, guys. Dead Polio just texted me. He was like, look at the fucking YouTube chat. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I had it open, but it, nothing was showing. Sorry. Anyways, we're here. Yeah. Bran, like seriously, he just pops back into Winterfell. He's like, oh, I'm going to sit in my wheelchair by the tree. Mm, pray to the old <laughs> gods and the new. No one needs to know this shit until, uh, until Samuel comes back. No, it's just unfruitful forgiveness. I don't get it. Is it an apple tree? Is it a pear tree? I mean, I, it just depends on everything. <laughs> that was a bomb that, that dropped, though. So after episode six came out, we talked about Gilly was... Well, we didn't talk on the show, but our friends were talking about. Gilly mentioned in that book about a maester annulling Rhaegar and Elia's marriage and then remarrying Rhaegar with... Lyanna Stark. So then when we see Lyanna in Bran's dream at the end of season six, he's not a bastard. He's actually a true-born son of Rhaegar Targaryen. She names him Aegon Targaryen after his ancestor, great-great-great-grandfather, whatever the fuck it is. Well, he's 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 Aegon 
So I heard there's two of them. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There, there's two versions of this. So he could be either Aegon the Fifth or Aegon the Seventh, depending on a certain character that's like not mentioned. Yeah. The important part though is that he's a trueborn son of Rhaegar, so he has actually a better claim to the throne than Danny does. Than his aunt Danny, who he banged. Yeah. True to the Targaryen way. They're gonna fucking bang each other no matter what. That's the craziest thing. I think we. we I don't know if we talked about this in the show, but like. The, the incest thing, it's like no one cares that they're related because we've been wanting Daenerys and Jon to hook up like this whole time. People will just completely bypass the fact that that's a little creepy because like everyone's wanted that to happen. And it makes sense with the Targaryen line, you know, got to keep that shit pure. But it's not that pure. He's not even like a, a platinum blonde, you know, hair bitch. Stark genes take over, man. But he is, he is literally half Stark, half Targaryen, which is fucking awesome. He is fire and ice. Dude. That's why... Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. So I do have... As I watched back through the seasons, I do have kind of... It's not even a theory, but... Let me toss this out there. So there were actually three people that were able to touch the dragons. Obviously, Danny's one. Yeah. Jon Snow was one because yes. we saw that this season. Yes. And Tyrion. I don't know if he touched them though. He I can't did. remember. He touched them. When okay. he unhooked them, he he actually put his hand on it. So, so that makes me think like, is there like a behind That's the another fan theory. That he's a Targaryen? That's another fan theory, yeah. Is that he, the reason that he's so different from Jamie and Cersei is that their mom, Joanna, I think is her name, Joanna Lannister. Banged. I don't know Aegon, if it's Rhaegar or, or somebody. Eris, Is, the Mad King. The Mad King. Eris. Had an affair with Eris uh, Targaryen, the Mad King, who is who we see dead at the very first episode. That's like whose funeral we're at in the very first episode. Second episode? First episode? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, Shit moves so yeah. fast, by oh, the way. Yeah, it's so quick. Yeah, the timeline is... Th- I, I like that they at, at a few times have mentioned a few timing things like when Sam is at the Citadel talking to the Maesters and he says like he let Bran north of the wall a few years ago like that sets up how fucking long the show has been going on it's been going on for like five years anyways well and and when uh, Samwell uh, meets back up with with Bran mm-hmm. that was so the, the biggest thing about season seven That's is Bran finally said something the connections all of a sudden, all come together. It's, it's, uh, let's, let's just go through them. It's, it's Tyrion meeting up with his brother and sister again. It's the mountain meeting up with the hound again. Mm. It's fucking, uh, uh, um, uh, Theon meeting up with the Starks again. Yep. It's, it's Littlefinger getting his throat cut because fuck him. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, and I am so... Brienne meeting back up with Jamie. Yes. And if they all are looking at each other and you know why. Yeah. Like when Jamie was walking by and Brienne just gave him an eye like, hey, bitch, I cut that shit off. It, yeah. Wasn't she the one that cut his hand off or was it the, uh, the no, group? No, it wasn't the him. Sword? No. It was... No, he, she, he, she gave her him a look because he set he, her free from King's Landing with yeah. a Lannister sword and was like, go save the Stark girls because that's the right thing to do. Uh, and then we have Bronn and Tyrion and Podrick 
meeting back up again for the first time. I completely forgot about Podrick. I don't. I like when I, like I saw Podrick. him. I'm like, I know that face, <laughs> but uh, I don't remember who he is. He's the one with the big fat cock. Well, that's the uh, Walker Guerrero spoiler. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, fucking intense, man. The, so I was, the I other, was like the on other... the edge of my seat the beginning of that last episode. I thought the season started off perfectly. Yes. I'm so happy that Arya went up and said, "Oh, hey, by the way, phrase, uh-uh," <laughs> and it just fuck you. Got a fucking face maker like Mission Impossible. Big check mark on her fucking hit list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. crossed off a whole section with a big Sharpie X. That was fucking um, awesome. Dude, I and I'm it's just she's had all this training and she's kind of been a side character, but she's still a Stark, and then she's getting good at shit, but you never see her do any fucking thing. And then it was finally like she made a huge difference in the seven kingdoms. A yeah. huge difference. Yeah. Dude, if you control what the phrase controlled, that's like the passage to the north. It's a passage, yeah, between the north and the south. And also they're supposed to they were well, not them. They had control of uh, House Tolly, which was supposed to support the Starks anyways. So now she took that back. She got that whole fucking bridge under control. Killed all the Freys. Well, most of them. Um, yeah, we talked about how we, we were upset that Littlefinger was like... like Just had, knew too much and was a... Per- he was too perfect. Yeah, and he, then it ended up with like... Yeah. Nope. And it's amazing that uh, Sansa was the one to call him out. The, and I'm assuming Arya had a huge deal to do with it. But yeah. um, it's it's cool to see Sansa actually come to her senses because she's always been like very motivated. But one, you were, you were a bitch the first like three seasons. Two, you had no what fucking clue that was happening. And then three, you were just taken advantage of for like three other seasons. And, and then when Jon left, it's just like fucking rule. Do something. You're a Stark. Fuck you. Look at the hair. It's red and shit. Figure your shit out. <laughs> I was a little conflicted by that whole situation too because like everyone took everyone made the big King in the North scene again which was one of the coolest scenes in the entire show the second time it happens with John yeah. the bastard who's a wilding lover and has been fucking north of the wall and he's a bitch whatever but it had totally come to fruition King of the North number two. Well, that happens, and then a few episodes later, they're like, John's been gone. Uh, well, fuck him. Let's just make you Lady of the North, and we'll follow you instead. I thought that happened so quick. Like, you put John in charge for a reason, and now he's off. Yeah, maybe he should have sent a raven or two, but he's trying to do the right thing for the North and keep you guys alive, and everyone's trying to overthrow him within, like, a few months. But poss- possibly because because it's so fresh that, like, he hasn't... And it, it, so... Usually, hey, you're going to be king. All right, well, I'm king because so I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And you're just like, wait, wait. Thanks for me king. Fuck? I'm running away. Uh, hey, yeah, it's, it's kind of nicer down there. They got Dragonstone it's, and there's a hot bitch. I got. I think she's my It hand, hasn't started snowing out there yet, but <laughs> motherfuckers got blonde hair. I ain't never seen blonde hair before. God, that was the other thing when it started snowing on in King's Landing. Yes. I was waiting for that to happen because at the end of season six, they're like, winter finally came. Father always said it would, blah, blah, blah. And then... It gets even worse in the north, but every shot in King's Landing was still like it was just tropical summer awesomeness. Like I was waiting for like winter to finally make its way down there. That was so cool. Um, I guess one of the the fan theories, at least I saw a meme about it, and I, I just kept staring at it. I'm like, I it can't be real, but it showed the night. You're not king. real, man. It showed the Night King and Bran, 
and it showed like a, a two-step face change from yep. the brand of the Night King. It's the yep. same fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that too. People are wondering like, uh, the, I think the fan theory is something along the lines of he goes back in time to try to stop the Children of the Forest from making the White Walker in the first place and then he becomes the guy that gets the initial like stab in the heart and gets transformed which changed like Terminator style like changes the entire course of the timeline and now in the future he's the Night King instead of the Three-Eyed Raven. That's the theory. I have no fuck. I have yeah. Whoa you're blowing my mind because any any time, time travel stuff like that always just confuses the shit out of me. You said time travel? Yeah, time travel or timeline, time warping, whatever the hell. Yeah, I hope it doesn't come down to that because we haven't seen any time travel at all. Like the only the only somewhat time travel is they get to see they they get to see old stuff. How are you going to actually go back in time? And I guess I mean it makes sense from a uh, a character standpoint because Bran isn't Brand anymore. He's right. a three-eyed raven. Right. And, and that would almost answer our question of why didn't he just say, hey, everybody, this is what the fuck's going to happen. Go over here, defend the wall, and uh, you better get that ice machine working because they're going to melt the fucking wall down and, you know, get it all ready. So, Tommy Boy was saying last night, like, maybe he's not, maybe as the three-eyed raven with that power, he's not supposed to take a side. Well, he's not. Maybe that's why, like, he hasn't spilled all the beans to the fucking Starks. He's just supposed to, I don't know, as the situation allows, oh, like, that's so give out dumb, some information. Though. Like, he doesn't say shit until, until it warrants it. I don't know. So I, the I, whole, I, I, I agree. That's the most frustrating thing. So, he knows okay, everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we got Tommy Boy in the comments here. He says, Bran does affect things when he goes back in time. You could see that with Odor. And young Ned definitely heard him yell his name. Yeah, and they talk about that in the the uh, like inside the episode stuff after the episode's done, and they talk to the directors. Whoa, whoa! So just describe that because I read it, but it's not it's not hitting it. So like, uh, so when Brad goes back in time and he sees Ned and whoever the Reed ben, guy Benjamin. is, they fight those fuckers, and then he's trying to go up to oh. the tower where John's being born. Yeah, Brand shouts, and Ned like hears something and turns and looks. So you can slightly affect like what happens in the past, I guess. So if, if Bran went like too far and literally tried to, I don't know, take the place of the initial guy that got turned into a White Walker or something like that, like it could affect the whole, disrupt the entire timeline. I don't know. See, they got uh, zombies. I, Why I, not I just, have time travel? It, it's it's like. It's it's like the separatists and their droids. Just take out the droid control ship, take out the Night King, and everything else falls a fucking part. Yeah. Just send Anakin up there. We'll try spinning. That's a good trick. And then we'll just take everything out accidentally with, with sheer luck and pod racing maneuvers. There's one thing that if this was Star Wars, <laughs> I would be pissed about. <laughs> I love when you make yourself laugh. Just like... That was a great joke. <laughs> no, no, no. I talk and talk and talk, and then I th I realize what the fuck I say, and then it's like, wait, I'm a jagass. <laughs> Try spearing the dragon. That's a good trick. Um, I just said we're gonna take out the Night King with <laughs> sheer luck and pod pod racing maneuvers. Yeah. Now this is pod racing. Sometimes I uh, feel like I would get pissed at things if it was Star Wars. Like, all right, so the whole thing about. The, the dragons rescuing the guys north of the wall. And then the White Walker, him and his commanders just happen to have giant ice spears. So that's great. And he throws it at the dragon that's flying and gets a perfect fucking K 
kill shot and annihilates the dragon in one hit. That's like a plot device just to move things along. Like, I feel like if that happened in a Star Wars movie, I would be fucking furious. I'd be like, oh my, that makes no sense. That wouldn't happen. You just had it in there so you can get on to the next episode or the next movie or whatever. But for some reason, maybe Game of Thrones is just made so well that I just didn't give a shit. I was like, okay, that's fine. Dragon's dead. You got well, two I more. Think the, the ish, I, I think what, what Game of Thrones has is we don't know anything about the Night King. That's true. So, like, the fact that he can do that, does he have a special power? Like, does he have fucking aiming gauntlets on? Like, he's, he's got, plus he's got 10 shatter accuracy. Point. Shatter point. He just knows exactly where to throw it. It's going to yeah, hit the exactly. dragon right in the fucking heart. It, but I think it works because sad. we don't know anything about him. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Unless Bran took some fucking archery lessons when he was real young and it he makes sense. He took a sense. few, but he, he was not as good as Arya. We know that much. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I'm just glad. We talked about like maybe Arya was getting duped by Littlefinger. I'm just, I'm just really glad that she's as badass as we thought she was. And the, when she just walked up and didn't even give him a second. Nope. Hey. Let me look. He's like, listen, I killed about a thousand frays over in the corner over there. You better not say anything. That's, that's an important thing, too. The season opens with her murdering the entire fray house, pretty much. And then we kind of doubt her a little bit towards the end of the season. And then it ends with her cutting Littlefinger's throat. And she knew all along that he was trying to plot against Sansa. What if... Okay, She's well, so this, awesome. is, this is going to be a, a fucking crazy theory. So what if... I love crazy theories, man. What if what if what if Bran went back in time? Yeah, got stabbed. Yeah. created the White Walkers. Oh shit! But in turn, it was affect like his current being was still like subconsciously controlling the White Walkers. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm still trying. But to he walk was to still the Three Eyed Raven and the Night King at the same time. Yeah, and he almost didn't even realize it. I don't know. I, I'm just tossing shit out there. That, And then maybe Arya would be the one to finally figure it out and would have to kill her own brother to end the White Water. Some mm-hmm. crazy shit. I don't know. I, well, they'll end up tying everything together. Tywin's a dragon. It's gonna be and perfect. he shouldn't have been killed. I don't know. It's going to be perfect. Let's talk about so the ending. All right, so season... Um, fucking shit. Episode seven. Let's, let's get into more detail on that because we've covered a good amount of things the last episode. The first section of seasons, uh, episode seven, we talked about how amazing it was for different characters to link back up. I, I, was, I was tense that entire situation in the dragon pits. I thought it was interesting that Danny lands on one of the dragons and Cersei doesn't flinch at all. But then the hound opens that crate and the White Walker jumps out and she freaks the fuck out. I thought that was that was like the perfect way to like play. Like she doesn't get intimidated by shit, but she's never seen that in her fucking life. Like that's something totally, I mean, even dragons, like people haven't seen, but at the same time, maybe she's trying to put on like a, like a stern face and be tough so, about it. But like you can't no, anticipate a fucking zombie coming out of a crate. Right. Okay. So, I mean... See, I hated that, but I didn't really <laughs> think about what you just said because hated that like, like what when the dragon when the dragon landed, Cersei should have shit herself and then laid her own shit. Like <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but but when when that crate opens, that's when she freaks out. So yeah. that's like a weird like reality and myth. Like dragons, yeah, 
they were a thing. We're in the fucking dragon fucking Coliseum right now. Yeah. Of course, they were a thing. Yeah. So is it feasible that dragons could still be a thing? Yes. Yeah. A, a live dead dude? That doesn't make any fucking sense. No one's ever seen that. Stop fucking making shit up. Living dead uh, girl. Yeah, living dead girl. <laughs> Dragula's right down the street. Well, also, um, maybe Jamie saw a dragon in battle, so like maybe warned her. Exactly. Like, well, they yeah, are I, real. No, 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 no. Don't fuck around. Yeah. So no, she you're was, right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I, I, and he did warn her. She, he talked about that. Yeah. Because like, this shit he, ain't going to happen. He fell in the depths of fucking Lake Erie real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got swarmed with that goddamn pollution. But uh, I, I got to uh, watch that episode again, too. That, that, yeah, I do too. Uh, that episode pissed me off a lot. Um, really, truly, honestly, uh, after that whole thing, they see the the dead. She says, fuck you guys. I ain't helping you because Jon Snow won't bend the knee because he's a honorable bitch. <laughs> when when Jamie and Cersei were talking later on, trying to figure the shit out. Yeah. And the mountain, like she kind of threatens the mountain to like cut Jamie down. Yeah. I thought, Jamie, just fucking murder your sister. You're the goddamn king. And then move fucking north and do the fuck. If you kill, let me, let me ask this. If you kill Cersei, who is who is the mountain now uh uh honorable to? You probably, probably Kyburn. The guy that brought him back from death, probably. Well, but he does, I, but he I don't know. It's like he can't think for himself, so you stab Cersei and he's like, Well, uh, does not question. compute, and he walks the fuck away. <laughs> uh, and, I thought, and I thought I know for robot sure, karate. I thought for sure they'd kill Cersei off because I, I just they didn't kill any major humans off in season seven. That's a good point. Yeah, it's one of the one of the seasons where we're like, even <laughs> I thought that was kind of annoying. Like when that whole party went north of the wall in episode six, you have like seven of the coolest characters we've ever seen, and like four grunts, and of course the four grunts are the ones that get randomly killed off, like by the White Walkers. They fall exactly. in the fucking water. Like Thor. Well, wait, did Thoros die? Did Thoros of Mir die? Who's the, 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 the red guy? guy with the with the fucking bun on his head, the man bun guy, Thoros with the I red hair. I think he died. The guy who brought the the flame guy back died. Yes, yeah, yeah. He died. All right, so he did die. Okay, cool. All right, cool. But everybody else stayed alive. I thought somebody was gonna fucking die. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I need to watch season six. Jesus Christ! I keep seeing season by accident. I need to watch episodes six and seven again a few more times. Thoros dead. Tommy Boy confirms. Thoros dead. Yes, dead. Thoros dead. In case we <laughs> forgot. Uh, I don't know, man. They, it's just... It's ridiculous because we, we've been through all of this. The, Game of Thrones is awesome. I'm, I'm going to sit here and just say that. Game of Thrones is fucking awesome. Confirmed. It's Star Wars, Thrones. No doubt in my mind at the end of season seven. Oh, Star Wars. Time you you said Mass Effect, Star no, Wars. Fuck yourself. You've been saying that <laughs> shit for two years. <laughs> what? You've been making fun of me for that for two years. It Star Wars. Once. Thrones. 100%. In my mind. 100%. <clears throat> the, the shitty thing and the cool thing that's going to happen is at like the last. The, very last episode of Game of Thrones is going to refer back to the fucking first episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And the one c 
comment that shithead said to a bitch face is going to be the game-changing thing of everything. And they're going to be like, wait, Cersei's actually the mother of dragons. She gave birth to a bunch of bitches. <laughs> yeah, right. There's, cock- there's, there's living cockroaches over here, but there's dead... It's just... Shit's going to explode. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand until now. One big thing I'm uh, curious about, too, is when you see... Um, you see Varys and the Red Woman talking when Jon Snow shows up on Dragonstone. And so Melisandre's about to leave. Obviously, she doesn't want to look at Jon because she killed um, Stannis' daughter and now she's embarrassed, whatever. But she says, I will be back to Westeros. I, it's my destiny to die here on Westeros as it is yours. She says that to Varys. So I'm curious as to where the two of them are going to play into the end of season eight and when they're going to die, what they're going to die for who they're going to be supporting or defending or whatever it's going to be. Um, just the way everything's going to play out, man. Just, so I, like, I, we got I a have lot a lot of shit. We got to tie up. I, I have like, uh, it's not even a theory because uh, so Arya's the faceless God, faceless man, the faceless man. He Wait, never, no, he's, she's not the God. She's just a faceless man. Yeah. But the person she learned from was the faceless God, the many face God. The many-faced god. Yeah. So there are, well, quote, gods mm-hmm. running around mm-hmm. in Westeros. I have a feeling that not only is the Red Lady the Red Lady, but she actually is the god of light. And she is, and that's actually why she, I mean, she's got those old tits, but she looks perfect in like the darkness and shit. I, I, I feel like she has some- With her necklace on, yeah. And I, that's the other thing I didn't notice. I didn't, when I first saw that, I just, I, like, when she took that shit off, I thought it was, like, the lighting change that, like, changed her. But she took oh, that necklace Oh, yeah, it's off a necklace, yeah. It stopped, it stopped glowing. Um, yeah, wait. by the way, Jack and Hagar is not the many-faced god. Who's that? The, the dude that trains Arya. Oh, okay. He just, never he just, like, is, I don't know what you would say, like, the steward of that church or something i don't know what the fuck you call him but he like he trains um, really yeah he trains the faceless men ah then i take it back well, fuck fuck it then. i i honestly thought that i i feel like there's there's higher beings involved mm-hmm. in all of this that will show themselves uh and or uh brand will become or is one being the three-eyed raven, I feel like he has a godlike power yeah. that could change like the realm. So well, it could, but obviously, as we've seen, he can't fucking take sides now. He just has to sit there in his wheelchair until someone asks him a question. Well, he's got to play through <laughs> fucking Mass Effect because he they forced <laughs> they force you to make a decision. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. In any case, I'm obsessed with Thrones. I'm super excited for season eight that's going to come out in like two and a half three years two and a half three. we've got two Star Wars movies between now and Game of Thrones yeah I'll, I'll have plenty to keep me occupied and the card game and maybe the maybe the sixth book will come out in the next year or so so to, to end I, I mean, have uh, I have been joking half jokingly <laughs> been wanting to get into fucking magic cards and then you put out that the fucking thing about commander yeah I don't know, a certain type of magic cards, magic the gathering cards. It just had commander on. I was like, eh, well, maybe I gotta start playing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh 
it, since you guys have been playing a Game of Thrones game, I feel like it's a great game, but it's limited. Magic is just fucking like, dude. dude you, you already know if you have the the inkling to play Magic, you should probably play a Star Wars card game instead because Star Wars is so much better. So, but I need someone to play with. Yeah, I know. You can find people. Go on Facebook. Look for a group and like... like I, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. You can do it. You can do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's fine. Just do it. I'm just going to be Luke Skywalker because he's the it. best ever. Remember? <laughs> just look up. So you have... All right. So Magic is a collectible game, which means like Pokemon, all the cards in the packs are randomized. So you have no idea what the fuck you're going to get. You have to buy a bunch and like hope that you get some good shit. So Destiny is the Star Wars game that's like that. It's got cards, it's got dice, and it's always randomized. But then you also have the Star Wars card game which is like the Thrones game that we play where yeah. it's set. Every single pack, you know exactly what you're going to get so you can buy specific ones, whatever. So I would just say get one of those two different games and start playing with those. And just go on Facebook and look like Harrisburg fucking Star Wars card game meetups and just find... Tommy, Tommy Boy got fucking pissed and said Thrones isn't limited. Tommy Boy always gets pissed. It's fine. Dumb. And you need to buy a ton of packs in order to attempt to get a certain card. It's dumb. But you, but you have to realize, like, Magic's been around for 20 years. So I could pull out a fucking dragon from 1994 and, and put it down and just be like, wait a fucking Fucking second. white walking dragon from uh, Game of Thrones, obviously. Blue-ass white dragon. We know. Game of, Game of Dragons Thrones. <laughs> My vote is obviously you love Star Wars. You should probably play one of the two Star Wars card games instead. Dude, I get a spoiler. I get enough Star Wars fucking real quick. Buy a bunch. Well, I guess that's true, too. Well, in that case, the Thrones would be good. You obviously love Thrones. Well, had enough of that, too, right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anticipation's it. Anticipation, so. man. Whoa, 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 fucking levitate your high heels to the next level. I'm get, I'm going to get the, one of the Star Wars card games. We're going to play it. All right. Friends, family, and foes. Good day, Galaxy. Guys, I uh, had the pleasure to talk to you about the Commander Cody uh, pop figure that I got. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That's it. Thank That's you enough. guys for tuning in. Episode 114. Uh, already know what it is. We've already ranted and raved about everything. Go on over to uh, Patreon. There's a thousand of you fuckers that listen on a goddamn hourly basis, but you ain't never said anything. So get on over, DM us, and also check out uh, patreon.com slash rogue squad pod. Uh, help us out. I mean, honestly, a dollar, two dollars a fucking month, five bucks, whatever you got. It helps us out humongously. A couple of that, Terry's. It, it, it really does help us push shit forward, um, keeps this shit going. So uh, we would appreciate it if you guys just went over there and checked that out. Uh, outside of that, I got drunk with Deadpool Yo and I recorded this episode. Go check it out. Episode 82. Listen to us. Ta- da- <laughs> Uh, Tommy Boy says, uh, I don't listen to Rogue Squad Pod. They suck. It's true. Uh, it's true. He says that listening live. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> while wow, he's on the live video streams. Um, and a flashback to we're going to go brand with you. Um, 
flashback to the beer reviews. I had Lefe Lef. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce it. I gave it a one out of three. It's a uh, blonde ale. Just not a huge fan of blonde ale. So if you like blonde ales, this could be higher. Platform dry hop pale ale. Dr. Rudy was fucking delicious. I gave it three. Pick it up if you're in Ohio. Meow. Also, because we're big fans of, of the brewery and a motherfucker just went through, uh, head on over to Actual Brewing if you're just passing through Columbus, Ohio. Um, I thought I might have a can over there on the display, actual, but I don't. Uh, I have something right here. Do it. Oh, yeah. Photon. So we got uh, a sensuous lady with a bunch of tentacles. Uh <laughs> She's about to go. I think she's the 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 water, water gym leader. She's got um, mad pokeballs. Oh, <laughs> master balls! Uh, head on over there if you if you guys are passing through Columbus, Ohio. They are great people. They've got even better beer, and that's not taken away from the type of people they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's it. That's it, man. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>